With spring right around the corner, maybe you like me, you're excited to get out for longer walks and runs, pick up a new book to read outside, or just get out and explore new neighborhoods and food. Or we could do all three wrapped in one. Our friends over at Read and Run Chicago are expanding to nearby Lamont for three different meetups. The group is like a combination running club, book club, and neighborhood tour, and each route in Lamont is about three miles paired with a different book from Pat Camaliere's Corotazi Historical Mystery Series. Afterwards, you'll get to sit down with the author and historian and sample some food from local restaurants. The first run is Saturday, March 23rd. Spots are limited and are going to go fast. So register now at readandrunchicago.com or find the link on their Instagram at readandrunchicago. Today on CityCast Chicago, the new movie Air is out now and tells the story behind Michael Jordan's debut iconic shoe, the Air Jordan 1, nearly 40 years ago. What's the plan? We build a shoe line around just him. I need the greatest basketball shoe that's ever been made. Who's the player? Michael Jordan. That shoe basically sparked our modern sneaker culture and cemented Chicago as a leader. Shea Belvin created Sneakerhead University, a small museum in the loop to tell the story behind the kicks and help you create your very own. It's Thursday, April 13th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is what Chicago is talking about. I am excited to be here down at Sneakerhead University with Shay. Shay, this is basically a museum and art exhibit dedicated to sneakers. But before we get into what's all here, I got to know, it's the namesake of the place, Sneakerhead. Do you kind of have a sense of where this kind of comes from? Because for me, Sneakerhead, hype sometimes they can be used in a way to judge people, mm-hmm. but they also represent this, this fandom. Mm-hmm. So Sneakerhead even got it on the wall. So here in the walls of Sneakerhead University, it just means a sneaker enthusiast who collects, trades, or overall admires sneakers or someone who just appreciates the knowledge and history behind it. Okay. Oh, and just to uh, tie into that too, one thing I wanted to make sure as I was creating the museum was to not overdo it on hype. So we have a nice balance of hype and nostalgia in here because sometimes it's not about just what everybody wants, but more so about those things that you look at and it's like, I remember that. I remember when I went and got that even from the Kmart or mm-hmm. the 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 uh, JC Penny or whatever that one commercial. So yeah, just hitting on those shoes that almost everybody can't get, and then also the ones that everybody did have that we forgot about yeah i remember being in high school like thinking about the old love new love jordan pack right one was black red and white the other was yellow black and white i was super late on them right i was going through high school multiple people had the mismatch on with the white team i was like damn I i need these couldn't afford them saved up some money from my job in high school went to the foot locker was still able to get a brand new pair that's not happening today if you're an hour late 50 minutes 15 minutes the shoes are gone and the next time you see them i got these cactus jack ones on raffle 175 these cost fifteen hundred dollars now online what is it like to be in this culture and know that it's also pushing up against this pressure that people who admire who trade who want to collect if you don't have enough money or if you don't have an in it's hard to to get these these sort of prized possessions yeah so i'll say me personally 
my whole collection's in, invested in here, but <laughs> as ever since I've started this museum, again, I really can't get my hands on anything <laughs> either. So I totally understand the pressures and I agree. Um, and that's why we're also trying to push the fact that it's not always about the hype. Come to a workshop, create your own, show your own personality regardless. It's just about showing the kind of swag that you have um, inside and out, which you can create yourself. Mm -hmm. So One of the reasons we this idea really came to us is because right now the movie Air is out, which tells the story of the design, the creation of the classic OG Jordan 1, dropped in 1985 to people. Uh, but when you were starting to think about this place, was there an original shoe? Was there a story that you knew you had to tell? There, I know there are 14 different exhibits, but there was one like that sort of just like the got the snowball rolling. I would say it's a tie between Jordan's story, Kanye's story, and Virgil Abloh. No, good so, point. So yeah, all three of them I realized were basically in Chicago for very pivotal points of their careers and transformational points in, in, in their fashion careers as well. Um, so I would say if there was one shoe, definitely the band, of course. Okay. Um, so it's Jordan's first shoe that he came out with that was actually banned um, from when he was playing basketball and Nike had to pay him like a huge amount of money every game just to incentivize him to keep wearing it. All right, now Michael, is this the shoe? Now, you, of course, we can't show what kind of shoe this is. Yeah, that's okay. The color stands for. But it. is this the shoe that the NBA wouldn't let you wear? Yeah. Now, why wouldn't they let you wear it? Just, just because it's ugly, I, I guess. For starters. <laughs> Hey, I agree with you. They are ugly. Now, wait a minute. Didn't you help design these? It's the shoe, not the coloring. Oh, not the coloring. Have anything to do with okay, the Okay, so, but what's wrong with the coloring? They, uh, what, what, what rule do we violate here? Well, it doesn't have any white in it. Uh-huh. And it's funny because upstairs in the video, it literally um, shows like a reporter during the, the debut of him wearing it. And he was like, that is the ugliest shoe I've ever seen. That is going nowhere. He needs to put Converse back on. Like, what is going on? But I, I think stories like that, it just shows that you can be a pioneer. And sometimes it seems like you're completely alone in whatever you're doing. But eventually people will follow. Mm -hmm. If you really believe in it and, and you got something good going, yeah, people will follow. That moment really becomes like this nexus point for sneaker culture because when you think about it the marketing campaign behind the band you see it in the picture of the 1985 slam dunk contest and so it really became this moment where people was like it's not just the shoe but like you said the it's the story mm -hmm. it's the people behind it. it's the way you sell it yeah. you saw spike lee get brought into the story i have a spike lee of course um, you do. <laughs> a little dedication up you there. see a little mars uh, over yes. here on the locker yes so yeah another person who's super pivotal in the black story and as well as sneaker culture so yeah do the right thing um school days but yeah he has a lot of movies that he made sure every character was wearing some really sick like shoes all throughout the 80s the 90s things like that and basically he was a huge cause for a lot of sneakers to sell out and to this day he has his own dedicated jordan as well yeah so when you get up to the back of the second floor you start to look at just some of the most popular jordans of all time so you're seeing the band one which looks like a re-release version of it but again that was the 1985 one of the original three colorways they dropped uh, the Black Cement 3, which is the third version of the Jordan shoes. Okay. And then you have different colorways, different variations of those shoes. So how many total, you think, with all the colors and stuff? Oh, it's got to be, oh, like, got to be into the thousands. Like just, tens of thousands, probably, I'm just right? thinking, just the different colorways of each. So each shoe, like this Jordan has probably hundreds of colorways. The same for every other version. 
And then they have like deconstructed versions. They have low top, high top versions. How much is something like this going to run you, some of these? Oh, I mean, one of the great things about sneakers is they pretty much like look at them in the same way you would think of like the stock market. So there's like uh, this website or this app called StockX. It's one of many websites that you could look that if you go to it, it'll tell you what is the running value of that shoe right now. So oh my we look gosh, at no way. The Brit, Jordan... 11 right now the lowest ask is 497 dollars and this is the 2019 version and the highest bid is for 435 there's got to be One. like the ultimate collector in the world who oh, has like for sure. a million sneakers 100 percent. and do they don't necessarily wear them all right mm -mm. I, I i'd argue the biggest collectors aren't actually wearing them but then you have some people like a pj tucker who is in in the league is known as one of the greatest sneaker collectors in the world. He's like, sneakers are made to be worn. He has way too many Love to that. actually wear. Love that. His idea is not, nah, I bought these to wear these. The City of Chicago Department of Business Affairs and Consumer Protection offers a free entrepreneur certificate program for future and current business owners in Chicago. Participants must complete six webinars within six months in designated webinar categories. Graduates are eligible to apply for the CIBC Bank USA Entrepreneur Loan Program, a bank partner with BACP. The longstanding program was created to support startup or early stage small businesses, gain entrepreneur training with important working capital. Since the program launched, more than 1,000 Chicago entrepreneurs and business owners have successfully completed the program. Completing the process is as easy as one, two, three. Number one, register by signing up at chicago.gov slash BACP certificate. Number two, attend six webinars by registering for upcoming webinars at chicago.gov slash BACP webinars. And number three, graduate from the program and you'll receive your digital certificate and information on connecting with CIBC Bank USA. To learn more about the BACP Entrepreneur Certificate Program, please visit chicago.gov slash BACP certificate. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I got to know, where does your love of gym shoes, sneakers, tennis shoes, kicks, whatever people call them, where does that love come from? So my love actually just comes for the people behind the actual sneaker creations. Okay. So I didn't actually grow up a sneakerhead or anything like that. But once I decided to immerse myself in like the stories that are told behind the name brands like Adidas or Nike or Reebok themselves, realizing that there's so many creatives that actually bring this whole brand together. That's what my passion comes from, being able to tell their story and give them flowers because people usually overlook them. And that's what everyone is wearing worldwide everyone can relate to it they bring us so many memories for different things whether it's movies music things like that so i just want to give them their flowers you are a one-stop shop owner creator <laughs> ambassador mouthpiece for <laughs> sneakerhead university um 
it, it's really cool to be in this space as somebody who who grew up really just idolizing sneakers. They weren't something me and my family could afford when I was growing up. So I, I could just remember picking up like an East Bay, right? And just looking at it and like, I'm gonna get this one, I'm gonna get this one, I'm gonna get this one. So you talk about you fell in love with sneakers in a way through the stories. Which shoe and which story were you like, there's more to these designs, more to this aesthetic than just what's on the foot? So honestly, what I... I went to a HBCU and I knew I wanted to be able to give back to the black community in some way of whatever I'm doing. So that's kind of how my passion tied into it. It wasn't necessarily one shoe, but really just overall about telling the black story. And from there I was inspired by everyone's story. And then that's also where the workshop came in because it was like, I want to give people the chance to tell their own story when they come in here after being inspired or show their own personality, things like that. That's a good transition point because when you come to Sneakerhead University, right? We kind of live in that age of like Instagrammable content. So so you come in here, we're just in a lobby right now, and it's like, it feels like there's an opportunity for a picture everywhere, but this is more than just sort of a place for picture, a place for sneaker history. Can you describe the university to folks? Um, so the university, it is 14 different rooms. Each room is themed on a regular university class, but we twist okay. it into sneakers. So like astrophysics is all things astro world, Travis Scott dedicated, Exactly. On, yep. So talking about there. his highest selling um, kicks and then just playing into his personality on like different landscapes of art. You still hoop it up sometimes? A little bit. A little, little bit. A little bit. Get some exercise. As soon as you walk through, you already start seeing some of the shoe brands we've been talking about. But one that I really love is the Como de Garcon. That's this shoe that you see on your left. Like its marker is usually like this heart with eyes. So they have like a t-shirt and like the logo will be like a heart with eyes. They've partnered with Converse. To I was going to say, I thought those were Converse every yeah. time I see them. It's a really nice shoe. I just don't look good in Converse because I wear a 13. And so they just look like clown shoes. Totally. Converse totally. are one of those. They only look good, I think, on small feet. On small feet. feet. It's yeah. true. It's true. I agree with this. This is an absolute Beaut. beautiful shoe. This is a Jordan 4 Hender Scheme. Um, I mean, what color is this? It's like a... Sort of like a nude tan. Yeah. And it's all nude. Mm -hmm. So it's like there's... And the, oh, the shoelace is leather. <clears throat> yeah, it's leather got a little strips. suede on it. It's built with some leather. Ooh. I would wear those. In fact, I have a pair of shoes like that. Not even the Reeboks I'm wearing. <laughs> I have some like that. Some of those names you mentioned, right? You got Virgil Abloh, the late Virgil Abloh, who was the designer behind Off-White, which had major collaborations with Jordan. I remember when he had the exhibit at the MCA, mm -hmm. just seeing hundreds and hundreds of his deconstructed Jordans. You talk about Michael himself, yeah. right? Played for the Bulls 13 seasons, you know, uh, hundreds and hundreds of colorways. So it'd be easy to say, why Chicago? Because we have such a huge place. But, you know, you were working in North Carolina during the pandemic. Yeah. You're originally from Detroit. Yeah. You know, why did this have to come to Chicago for you? Um, I just felt I should go where I thought the people would be naturally most passionate about the subject. And also, at the time, Virgil Abloh, when I started building this, was still alive. So I was really hoping to have Kanye through here. I was hoping to have Virgil through here. Um, and hopefully Michael Jordan, as of right now, it's looking <laughs> like maybe Jordan. I'm going to keep my fingers no, crossed fingers on that crossed. one. Um, but I just wanted to make sure I took it to where I knew the people, no matter what age, would be able to relate even I see like kids who are five years old running in here excited about Jordan game highlights that's not something you might see in Oklahoma necessarily shout it's out to all the people in Oklahoma 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just think here it's somewhere naturally that you grow up and it's a part of the actual Chicago culture. Mm-hmm. What is it like to watch people come up here maybe with a plain pair of forces and leave with something that is unique to their story, unique to their taste? Um, I love it. So we have two different crowds here. We have our BYOB crowd, which is like our date night crowd. They bring their bottles. And it's cute to see like um, either one, you have like the wives who are bringing in their husband who you can tell he just loves sneakers (laughs) and he's just fanning out like he's just in heaven right now. Or you have the first daters who this is just like a little icebreaker. Or you you have the kid crowd who comes in. I love seeing them because they're so independent. They Mm -hmm. barely want to even ask for help. They just want to know the tools, the steps, leave me alone. And it doesn't even matter how their creation turns out. They're just like, I did this and I'm going to wear this. So we're looking at the workshop right now where the students are and it looks like a classroom right you have your desk set up you got chairs everywhere you got inspiration pictures on the board you can see through the glass into Shay's sneaker workshop so she's pulling down tools for everybody from paint um, brushes like tape so that when you're painting you don't like paint the wrong part a cleaner So yeah, I just love seeing the confidence on their faces, whether they had a first date that went well, um, they ended up just having a great night because they were sipping wine all night, or their kids learned something new and they feel empowered and who knows what kind of hobby they'll use this in in high school and middle school and stuff like that. So yeah, it's just different reactions, but each one is gratifying. I think I can trust my own taste when I think about what makes a good shoe. Like some of my favorite shoes, obviously Jordan 1 Cactus Jack. I have the Sean Wortherspoon Air Max 97s, which I've absolutely ruined. (laughs) The corduroy is so dirty now. But when I saw like those two shoes, for example, I was like, I don't think I was sort of moved by the hype behind those shoes. I was like, no, these are actually beautiful. So for you, what's your favorite sneaker of all time? It's not in here because I wore mine to death. (laughs) And it's so plain. You might judge me, but my favorite sneaker of all time is Rick Owens. Just the the plain old, um, like, kind of like mid-top, I don't know, past the ankle, like Converse-style Rick Mm -hmm. Owens. I love his shoes. Okay, no, I didn't expect that. They go with so many outfits. There's skirts, dresses, uh, cargo pants, skinny jeans. (laughs) I mean... That is the shoe for me. <laughs> so it literally looks just like the um, black and white Converse, but he made the toe kind of Mickey Mouse fat. Um, and then the the laces are kind of cream. Mm-hmm. So it's almost um, like an uglier version of the Converse that just looks so great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for allowing CityCast Chicago to come down to Sneakerhead University. Even if you're not someone who owns a bunch of shoes, finds yourself very interested, what is really cool here is you can learn the stories, the people behind a lot of these shoes, even if you don't want to pick up a, a pair for yourself. So thank you so much, Chef. Thank you. Before I let you go, a little bit of news, y'all. The police board, COPA, and now the interim police superintendent are all recommending that the officer who shot and killed 13-year-old Adam Toledo two years ago in Little Village be fired. The state's attorney's office decided not to pursue criminal charges against the officer last year. Mayor-elect Brandon Johnson has shared the names of his leadership transition team, which include executives from a few labor organizations like SEIU Healthcare Illinois and Grassroots Collaborative, among others. There's some good news. 
to get you through. The Chicago Humanities Spring Festival begins today. Over the next couple of months, you can hear from illustrators, writers, costume designers, politicians, musicians, and more. For the full spring schedule, see the show notes. As always, we appreciate you for listening. Make sure you're following along with our daily newsletter, Hey Chicago, for more news and events. Subscribe now at chicago.citycast.fm. I'm going to be here bright and early tomorrow morning, breaking down some key stories from the week. Make sure you join me. Peace. I love you like Kanye loves Kanye. That's what that says in there.